Okay, good morning. <clears throat> so, middle of uh, the seventh Maimir, right? Chukas. And just to give the context before we go into the Lord Pratim, um, how far are you guys? Some of you in Pinchas ready? So just to keep the flow, because uh, Hamshchayim Beis is a big uh, yam, inlay sof. So the Rebbe Rasha began Hamshch with Kudav Keser as the Mamutza, the interface between the Ebrish Talakus and uh, existence. Everything begins with Rotzen. There's no Rotzen. There's no will. There's no. Uh, there's no way. In Lashon Ha'Kabbalah, it's the level of Keser. But to understand that, and the Rebbe Rashab said there's a Keser in each world, each level has a Keser because there's a Rotson. The Rotson Klali for all of existence, for all Seydish Tashlis. And then there's a Rotson Prati for each particular world. The Rotson of Ak is Keser of Ak. The Rotson of Atsilis is Keser of Atsilis. The Rotson of Bria, etc. But to understand Rotson and Keser, which is what he calls a makif, because Rotson is removed, even though it is the Mamutza that makes the first connection. If you don't want a house, you're not going to build a house. But it's not a connection, it's not, not a, a Primizdika connection. The Primizdika connection is what begins in Pedic Bays from the beginning of Hamshach to understand Eris Primim. Because remember, this is about a relationship between Elokus and Velt. Shutif Lakodesh Baruch, we are partners. You know, come to Matan we're coming to Matan It's a partnership. It's a chasana even. Yem chasanos is a Matan Teira. A chasana nakala. That means it's not uh, just makivdik. It's, uh, they come, there's also a kiv and a yichud. So how do you understand that yichud? So it goes further, there's this thing called er pnimi. So they wish to create an addition to Rotson, created the nyanim eris pnimium that will go into kalim. And the muscle that he gives is, of course, we have rotsin within us, and we also have in the heart. Then he goes back, okay, that's the muscle. What's the nimshal? The nimshal is to understand the Eris and Kalin of the Tsir of the Adama Elliot. Kamuvan, the Abishta is higher than any Tsir. Musu like like Musadam, like Adam over like Musadam, and it Mus and it Musadam. But nevertheless, they wish to manifest in a seer of Elokus manifest, I should say, in a seer of Eris and Kalim. So that was the next step. What was the point there? The main point there is so the Eris and Kalim is that in Atsilis, where the real Eris and Kalim manifest is in Atsilis, what connection do they have to that which is higher than Natsilis? Is it Yeshma'ayin or Gilead Helam? And Bikitsa the Rebbe Rashab said, first he could say the, the Kalim are Yeshma'ayin and the Eris are Gilead Helam. But then he said, when he says a Chachma'ayin Timotza, you have to say also the Eris are also an element of Yeshma'ayin and not just Gilead Helam. Uh, so, how do you explain it? So, he explained that there's a, it's introduced Eris Fidesagnusis. That compared to the Esosphere Sagnuzas, the Eidus are Gilea Hela, because there's already a Shadish for them, even Lifniat Simpson. Compared to higher than Lifniat, than the Esosphere Sagnuzas, in other words, the Eid Habligvul, you can even say the Eid HaKesed, if you wish. I don't want to use the word Kesed, Lifniat Simpson, but the Eid HaRotzen, there it's like a, a, a leap, it's a jump. So that led us into the whole discussion where we're in the middle of now, coming actually to an end to it. Uh, the union of Esosphere Sagnusis and its relationship. But if you see, even though already in Paytech 20, uh, we went, we reached at, at least in this year, Paytech 28, you see it's a flow. This isn't just a bunch of independent ideas. It's very smooth, very clear flow from the beginning because it's all about the Mamutza. And we're now in Eris Primim, but you want to connect the Eris Primim to the Shadish of the Eris Primim. Because if you don't do that, as I kept pointing out, or I keep pointing out, as soon as there's any place where there's a cutoff, 
and the Metzius cannot connect to higher to Alekus, you lose the Mamutza, which loses the whole purpose of the whole thing, the whole, uh, the whole exercise in the first place. So that's why you're going to see constantly throughout Ayim Beis, literally, I'm talking about, I'm already uh, teaching another class, uh, I'm already up to page 1200. The Rebbe Rashab never stops. This Mekudi keeps working again and again, trying to show how everything connects with every level higher. So even though, yes, you want to hold them to list. Um, so even though, even though there's always an element in this, I just want to emphasize, I've said it again, but I want to say it again and again. There's an element of always knowing There's always an element of having, we talk about Kiruv Telekus, but there's also an element of knowing the Zerichuk. Because at the end of the day, the relationship with the Ebishter doesn't mean that we're Chavalap, that we're just equals. So another way of putting it is when we say there's Avas Hashem and Yiddish Hashem, what do you need both for? The Pashtaisis, what says is because Ava is Kiruv and Yira is Rikhuk. Now Rikhuk doesn't mean distance as in a Rikhuk as Shalei from here. I'm sorry, Rikhuk as in a negative, it means it's Shalei Ba'erech. So in other words, when any good relationship, even in a marriage actually, which is a Dugma Lamaila, you need to have an element of there's no Ava, there's no Kiruv, you don't have a relationship. On the other hand, if, in other words, if there only be Yira, and I don't mean Yira as in Pachat, I mean Yira as in uh, awe, that's the right word for it really. A Reimamus, a sense of respect. You know, when you're too close to something, you can also lose respect for it. You think, you know, it's mine. So there's also critical in any relationship that there's respect. There's space, what we call space. And uh, that is an element of Yira. The thing is, we were trained to think of Yira as like uh, the same thing as when you're in this, at, night, at night alone and you're afraid of a ganav. That's not Yira, Sashan. Yes, there's Inya of Yira, Saritsua, fear of punishment and fear of... Uh, but that, first of all, is a lower level. And when the Tater says Yira is talking about the, more on the higher level, Yira, that there's a respect that the Ebishter is, we're not the Ebishter. So even by Martin Tater, even though it's a chasana, there's still an element of. So in a sense, you could say Er Pnimi is more like Ava, and Er Maki Felis is more like Yira. Later, he's going to use the words Reimamus. You're going to sense the Reimamus of Ainsof. Or another word is the Bittl to Ainsof. Where, where the Eir Primi teaches you how to connect to the Ebishter, the Yira teaches you the Shalei Be'erech, the Bittl that you have to have. I'm just saying it because it's important to keep in mind. So as we're going here right now, last week we discussed um, the, the, this important chapter, Chav Zayin, where he makes, the, makes it very clear that how Gvul meets Bligvul, that basically the Eir HaGvul is really just an extension of the Eir HaBligvul. It just is in a form the Ebishter wants it to be right now, Eiragvul. So it's min konof, but it's not the konof alone. But from the perspective of the Ebishter, for sure, it's one thing. But from our perspective, it's going to be definitely two tracks, Eiragvul and Eiragvul. So we basically established the shadish of Eiris Pnimim that go to the highest levels, Lifniat Simtsum, and even that is still, up, so to speak, an extension of Bligvul. So even though, yes, Eira Bligvul technically is Shleiba Erech to the Esa Sviris, but the fact that since the Eira Gvul, that's the Shedish of the Sviris, which is Esa Sviris Agnuzis, is, so to speak, a piece of the Eira Bligvul, so there you have that Bligvul and Gvul are not two separate worlds entirely. So yes, there's a certain element that they're, that they're apart, but there's also an element that they're Min Konov, they come from the same energy, so to speak. Now, why is that vital? Because again, You'll see again and again that Rebbe Rashab, every level is connecting to a higher level. And he, he refuses to ever allow a level to be disconnected. You'll see constantly. I mean, I I'm actually even made it a shimmer for myself. At least 30 places where you could see it throughout Hamshachayim Beis, where, where you think he's saying, okay, Shalei Berech, and then he comes back and says no. But there's still a connection, somewhere a connection between this level and the higher level, which tells you, because it's in the gay in the Achdus of it, and it's also in the gay in Aveda, that we can connect to the highest levels. I mean, to put it in simple Asius, uh, I remember the Rebbe, I, didn't re- I don't remember, but I heard of the Rebbe, so the Rebbe told the famous, Ibi uh, Chazah, the famous Vod from the Alter Rebbe. 
Aber ich will nicht dein Ganeden, ich will nicht dein Ganeden nachtachten, Ganeden nach Elien und Elam Habel. Ich will nur dich allein. Von der Rechnung zu sagen, der Zeit hat er kurz in Scherz Mrs. Atfield. Now, of course, this is one of the highest levels that the Rebbe said there. After that, the Rebbe knew what Ganeden was, he knew what Ganeden Elian was, and knew what Elam Habel was. And still, all the Giluim there, the Mishnah says, that uh, still the Alter Rebbe said, no, he wants to have, he doesn't want, he wants Debris to himself. So the Rebbe said, why, they, why are we told this? So a madrig of the Alter Rebbe, one of the highest levels a person can reach, the Rambam says, in the Hilchus Tshuva, that everybody begins with Aveda Shalei L'Shma, Tech Shalei L'Shma, Baal Shma. Only Avram was Avram Eivi, Eisus HaEmes Hashem, Mepnei Shu Emes. But everyone has either Mitzad Elam Hazah, Schad Neilam Hazah, we do our Aveda, or Schad Neilam Hab. The Rambam says the clear. So suddenly we're told, the Psadarge, that there's a Chayr Shaykh, not just the Yechid is Gula, the Alta Rebbe himself. And the Rebbe's answer is very interesting. The Rebbe doesn't answer uh, as Bada. He says, That's how we were trained. That's how the Rebbe answers the question. In other words, that even though Kemuvan, we're not on the Madrig of the Alta Rebbe, will never reach that level of Dvekus, um, at least uh, maybe someone here would, but I, at least the people I know, Anoshim Kerkein, Imtani says, you know, Halavai Benini, um, a Tzadik needs a special Neshama, but especially this level. But still, what the Rebbe was saying, if you think about it, is a tremendous word, which is consistent in all the Rebbe's sikhs. The Rebbe always demanded more. So why don't, you, why don't we ask a simple cause, Kasha? You know, Abrahmanas, people are human beings. We're all mukbalin. We're all limited creatures. Eden went through Golas. The Rebbe would always be Malamit Eden, that we went through Alatzaris. So the Rebbe did not stop. He was relentless. Anything you told the Rebbe, he always said, what about more? And yes, sometimes the Rebbe said, thank you. Kamuv and the Rebbe appreciate it. But this, this push, this constant push, in a way you don't even see it by the other Rabbeim as much. Um, and here, this word with Alter Rebbe. The word is, I'm taking what it says in Ayin Beis here and putting it into Isis, partial Isis for us, that we don't know the potential we have. How do you know how much you have? You know, so yes, the Rebbe could have Rachmanus and say, you did a lot of things. Now you can take vacation for a while and rest. But the Rebbe saw much more in each person. That's what a Rebbe is. He sees not what you, you and I see what we are. And the Rebbe sees what we could become, our potential. In Asis of Chassidus, it means that we have Bligvul within us. Whether we know it or not, we have it. Yes, we learn Chedek HaLekam and Mal Mamish and Al-Zach. These are words. But Nayim Beis especially, where he brings together all of Chassidus, that's the real bottom line, is that we have the ability to go to the highest levels. Because when you learn it, you always ask yourself the question, why is that, um, what's pushing the Rebbe Rashab to have to take us lifnet symptoms? It's not bad, it's not good enough to go to Atzillus. You know, the Alter Rebbe, when he would say the word Atzillus, he would tremble. Couldn't even say the word. So you can imagine, Atzillus has gone so fine in Madrig. Ibriya is also not bad. You know, the Srofim and, and Yitzira and Asiya, even Asiya Ruchnis. And we all know But this is what Chassidus Chabad did. One of the biggest chidushim is, in very posh days, is that it gave us an infinite amount of potential that we have. That's why the Rebbe, and the Rebbe didn't just say it in uh, inspirational talk. He turned it into our system. Look at the shluchim. Shluchim, no one says a shleich is a perfect human being. Everyone has their agbolas, everyone has their chasrenas. But the Rebbe did not even make conditions. He didn't say it to be a shleich of mine. You have to go through a whole rigorous training. You know, you, go, you don't go to an army. You just go, go join the military without training. They're not going to let you go to war. By the Rebbe, that wasn't the case. He didn't make any conditions. Kemuv uh, and the Rebbe wanted a shliach and each one of us to be Baki and Nigla and Chsidis and Avedis and Fila and Kima Mitzvahs. But he didn't make it at night. And I don't want to say anything, but there's some shluchim that don't really know Ivriv. You know, but they are committed. And they're bottled to the Mishaleach. And if you have that, and you have that bleak vul within you, you can achieve anything. And you see, people who didn't even believe they could, look what they did. It's a tremendous uh, thing that people, I mean, people talk about it, the Rebbe's confidence in everyone, the Rebbe believing in everyone, every person, 
you see, by every dollars and by Yechidus and all the answers from the Rebbe, constantly saying you can do it. The Rebbe never takes no for an answer. He never says, oh, you know what? You attack a week and uh, therefore you, you're exempt. And a little bit, so to speak, the back end of it, like what does Chassidus explain? This is what Ayin Bey is about, to teach us that in the gvul of our world, which obviously is much lower than the Esosphiris, we're talking about Elam Gashmi, but at the end of the day, all of this is about, as Elam Nosen Belibam, we're talking about all these levels is within us. It's not just up there. Later, the Rebbe Rashab, and especially Chedek Bey's invite, he's going to talk about Elam Gashmi. But it's interesting to note, you'll see, he doesn't talk much about Halomazra Stadium here and about Golas and about Avedis. This is going to come a lot later when he talks about the Cheshach. Here he's talking the highest levels to show us in the root, like in the engine room, so to speak, the connections between the structure of the Eris Pnimim, Eris Bekelim, with the highest levels of the Eir Hablikvu. So I just wanted to say that from time to time, it's important to go back to the central theme. With that said, I wanted, what I want to do is, I um, just wanted to sum up Perik of Ches, which is the last Perik in this Maimon Chukas, because here's one last piece that needs to be addressed in this whole context. And then Perik of Tests in Bolok is already going to go back to the Eris and Kalim. So essentially the last 20 chapters have been a discussion about the root of the Eris Pinimim, all the way in the Esosphiris Agnusis, their connection to the air that's higher than Esosphiris Agnusis, called Eir Ablikvul. And then he's going to go back, Apianal, the next Pedic, in to Eris and Kelim, which is like the next section of this Hemshech. But this next Pedic of Ches, just is addressing one last point. Okay, all fine and good that the Rebbe Rashab explained that Esosphiris Agnusis is like in the two Mishalim that he gave. Either it's like the word Baruch, where you have the whole era el al kulana of uh, of the of the word, whereas the esosphere saglu is like the letter bays reish bav chof, or like the second muscle, which in a way is even has even milo over the first muscle, that is like a haskala that the teacher knows the whole inyan, and the student only knows one piece of the inyan. So the esosphere saglu is you know the whole picture. And the Esosphere Sagluyas is, you know, a piece of the picture. So far, this very, obviously, a powerful muscle that explains how, even though we may only know a little of the picture, even in our lives, what do we know about our lives? And yet, it's part of a bigger picture in Esosphere Sagluyas. So through Aveda, you can ultimately connect the two. But they're not two different uh, worlds that are completely Shalei-Badach-Zelist. But then, there comes the question the other way around. And you'll see again, back the other way. If that's the case, that it's like Gileah Helam, so then, how then does a Metzius come into being? If the Esosphere Saglis would be under the so-called shadow, if we wish, or completely overwhelmed by the Esosphere Saglis, they can't be a Metzius. So therefore, we have the Tzimtzum, the Tzimtzum. So even though I didn't mention the Tzimtzum till now, but that comes the last piece, is how does it go then how do you take and divide the baruch that was one word into letters, separate letters? That one letter does not know of the second letter, even though there's a reshim in there and it has a sense. Or how do you take the haskola klolis that the mashpia has and break it into, into this pratim that the student can be makabal? So this is where the tzimtzum comes into play. The tzimtzum arishim. And it explains basically the two effects of the tzimtzum. Because you need really... Let's just go through it. I'll just go through some of the shenis here. So now, Pedichov Ches. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I read some key lines here. Besides, obviously, summing it up, and it's important. It's, it, this this Pedich as well is extremely vital for later. When he's going to discuss a lot more when he starts explaining the how we move backwards, we move from the bottom up. Remember, everything we're talking is Mamai Lamat. The to creates. And then there's the Blikvul, and there's the Eragvul, and there's the Tzimtzum, and there's the Kechagvul, the Tzimtzum, and the Neshimu, and the Kav, and all the way down to the Asilus. Obviously, the Kavona is going to be that not just we know how the Abishta creates it, there's also now that we have the system in place. Think of it like stepping stones, like a ladder. We also can go Mamatalamayl. That's going to be the Kavona. That's not going to be in the Hemshech till much later. We're going to start talking how do we come, okay, now that we have all this in place and we know it's all dargis that we can connect with, 
But how do we talk and connect? So there's going to be the whole Avedam Omatolamayla, which is how you climb the ladder back, how we in this world can climb to the Esesfidus, or from the Esesfidus to higher, all the way to the Esesfidus, Agnusus, all the way to Bligvo. But the Tzimtzum is vital because the Tzimtzum is, the, is, the, is both going to be the, what allows us to be existent, but the Tzimtzum also conceals Alakus. And that's going to be the Aveda to get rid of the concealment, but not get rid of the Alakus Shabazah. I'm just uh, saying it because this is where, this is really the building blocks that he's establishing here, the Rebbe Rashab, that will help us understand later how it works. So the truth is that Simpson has two sides to it. One high side, it's a concealment. That's what a Simpson is. But we all know that Simpson is Bishfil Hagili. Uh, besides the fact that it's not Simpson Kipshute, which is not for here, it's also Bishfil Hagili, like the marshal, the, the, the classic marshal the Alta Rebbe gives. That the marshal is Mashpian Makabal, the Rav in the Talmud, which is also the marshal that he's using here somewhat. So when the Rav is Mitzamsim, his Seichel Habligvu, or let's say a, a Rav, a human being, doesn't have Bligvu, but Lafierach, his brilliance from the student, is it concealment or is it revelation? So from the student's point of view, from an outsider, it looks like concealment. But the truth is, we know the whole point of it is in order the Talmud should be able to, first of all, exist. A second will be able to mimikabul the air. So if you know the whole picture of the tzimtzum, the tzimtzum is not an end in itself. Tzimtzum is not a tachlis la'atzmei. Tzimtzum is in order to be able to be, be megala. So, but on the other hand, the tzimtzum could be misunderstood. You know, when the Rebbe says, uh, famous sikha, that going around lately, um, the Tu B'Shvat Lahmetas sikha, where the Rebbe speaks about the Kin Zuchdetate, the Moshe Chassidus gives, for the tzimtzum, that the father hides from his child in order to elicit his ingenuity to find his father. But the father hides so well that uh, this, this, the child stops looking because he can't find him, and he gives up. Now, the Rebbe, the Bechias, one of those very powerful sikhas, Zuntigizucht, he says, Avos The Ebishter is the one that concealed himself. So what do you take from that, replying it to what we're learning here? That the Tzimtzum's kavana was gili, that, he should, that the Ebrister should be found, not he should be remain concealed. But the concealment is so powerful that at times we give up, and we don't even realize that the whole Helen was only for us to find Ebrister. And that's where all the problems begin. Because if we knew that the Tzimtzum's feel like gili all the time, we would never stop looking, and we'd ultimately find it. But if the Tzimtzum becomes and end in itself in our minds. So that's where all the problems begin because that's from that is nishtalshul everything else. The chetay tzadas is nishtalshul chassidus says from the mir talavona, which is nishtalshul from shvira sakelin, which is nishtalshul from the tzimtzum arishin. If there was no first tzimtzum, nothing could have happened because there never could have been the possibility of a person hurting another person because you have agdus Hashem everywhere. So the potsimtsum, with all its milas that allows existence to be, also has the potential, the risk, if you wish, of all the tzadus. It's important to keep this in mind. So the tzimtsum, therefore, plays a critical role here, because without it, everything in Esosphere Sagnusis is all nice theory, but it doesn't come into pale mamish until there's a tzimtsum. So he says like, V'hini ha tzimtsum shayi be'er en sof, v'shinesalam e'er shabichinis en sof, so this is interesting. You usually don't hear it this way. Usually you hear the symptom in Eitz it says, So like, the, let's say like the teacher, his, his seichel is all over. There's no room. That's a Lashon Eitz He brought this Lashon earlier. So the teacher is completely begilly. His, his seichel, there's no room for the student. So comes the tzimtzum, the teacher silences himself. Kimuvim by the teacher didn't lose his seichel, it's just behelam now. Now there's room, there's a student. But the Lord, that's the marshal for the chol and pony. But here, if you see the lotion here, he says the tzimtzum, he doesn't say that. He says the nishadak b'chinus hashara now. What's hashara now? <laughs> Is the Ebesh to shir atzmei b'keach. He's envisioning existence b'fnei tzimtzum. The problem is, the Hashada is completely like swallowed up or submerged and bottled to the whole Ereis of Abligvul. 
So the first effect of the tzimtzum is to make the hashada separate, feel, become a separate entity from the from the Sof. To put it simply, like if you see an ocean, and you drop an object in it, the object is going to be completely beheld, even though it's in there. So yes, in the Kayach Sof, in the Eirein Sof, Lifnet Simpson, the Ebesh says, Meshayir, the Esosphiris, which is, this is called Esosphiris Agnosis. But as we said, that's also part of his Bligvul there. So therefore, what's really dominant is Eir Bligvul. How then do you ever get existence to come into being? Or to use the Moshe I gave last week, or I've been using quite often, an artist has infinite possibilities. And now in his mind, he's decided, I'm going to now make one painting. One, not infinite, one. In the nimshal is the Esosphiris. Chochmeth Rumalchus, Teimem Semei the world as we know it. We're talking about the Ruchnizdik levels at this point. So, but the problem is, in the artist's mind, all the Bligvul and, the, and this one piece of art are all right now all part of one chont, so to speak. They're all mixed together. So the, the artist needs to have a symptom between his, all his Bligvul options and this one. Or in the muscle of the teacher and the student, the teacher now is going to say, I'm going to learn now with my student one olive base. So what he has to do is the olive base is in the teacher's mind. It's all nichlal and bottled to the whole bligvul of the teacher's brain, mind. So he has to, the first effect of the tzimtzum is to so-called separate the era gvul from the era bligvul in the language of the maimed here. So that's what he says. And that's called So that needs to be somewhat now, it has to come to the surface. So the first effect of the tzimtzum is to allow the hashara, which means the this, uh, hashara usually means estimation, but Kamuva, we don't mean the Abish is estimating. It means he's allocating or he's envisioning is a more correct translation. Okay. So even though in the parentheses he says, without Simpson Habez, why is it Simpson Habez? Because Simpson Aleph is what we just said. The general Hashara is separated from, meaning the Erhab Gvul is separated from the Erhab Gvul. But in that itself, again, with going back to the artist or the teacher, you don't start teaching all olive bays. You have to start with an olive with a, or, or an art. You start with one place. You can't do the whole picture at once. So what is the first step in the creation of Gvul or Eda Gvul is Chachma? Because it's the first sphere of all the spheres. Not so here we're not going to go into the details of it so much. There will be a lot of discussion later what Chachma is. But Chachmah is basically the kernel, like the seed, that carries all the Esosphiris Hagnuzis in one. Like it is with the Esosphiris Hagnuzis. Chachmah is always the seed. What we call the spark, the Yud, the Kuda. Okay. Then he says, the Nekuda Zu Yeshba Beis Tzimtzumim. So in other words, the parentheses is yet another Tzimtzum, but we're not going to discuss that here now. So the Nekuda Zu Yeshba Beis Tzimtzumim. The reason I'm reading this is because it's a very difficult chapter, actually. I don't know how you guys got through it, but maybe let's say you get through all of this, you know, you just uh, read it. Simsim Aleph, what's the Simsim Aleph? Husha Eden Se Barachut Samsim, Kol Eresov, the Hitzel Rak, Bchinis Tachtein Shebe'er. That's what we said before. That's the first. He Bchinis Ashara now. So he's repeating the Simsim he mentioned at the beginning of the Pelech. Just for the record, you probably have in the modern mechanics, but I have taken here. This is the Alter Rebbe's, this whole piece about the Tuna Kutsutsum Sumim is actually the Alter Rebbe in Maimori Ktsarim. Does it say in there? Maimori Ktsarim, page Tof Mem, Inyonim Mem Hey. Okay, it's in two places, fine. And the Tzemach Tzedek brings it in Inyonim as well. Okay. So the Kudah Zushi but why am I saying it? Because you see, throughout Ayin Bey, also the Rebbe Rashab is always grounding it in the Alter Rebbe's and all the Ma'amorim before him. As a matter of fact, if you redo a full study of Ayin Bey, you're going to find almost all the Alter Rebbe's, Mitla Rebbe, Samach Tzedek, and the Rebbe Rashab's Ma'amorim in Ayin Bey's. Not necessarily the moving the whole Lushen, because it would be a lot bigger than it is, but you'd be surprised how much 
like all the Maimonim, I found almost every Maimon from the Alta Rebbe in, in somewhere in Ayin Beis. So Rebbe Rashab really did, uh, like, that's why he's called Rambam of Chassidus, because he Poshe took, like the Rambam does. Let's say Hilcha Shabbos, he takes from all of Shas, Shabbos, and puts it in one place, just uh, as an aside. So Tzimtzum Alpha, okay, it's the Eden Sof. So he needs to separate between the Bligvul and the Gvul, the Era Bligvul and the Era Gvul. I'm in the beginning of chapter, Shapei de Chavches. What page is it by you in that? Memches? Nunches, Nunches. Okay. Shuzer Mashakasa Kulum Bachachma Siso. Okay, I'm not going to go into that so much. Gigam Chacham Bachin Sasia, say his Baracha built the Balgul Vitachis. And Shigam Gabeer, I was even Bachin Sasia. The fish and net solo, Bachin Sasia, yes, Tartanus, and Nikrasia, Alderach Moshe. The Bachinus. So just to, to avoid any confusion, how do you call Chochme and Malchus? It's all mixed together. But like it is in Esosphorus Aglius, you have Chochme through Malchus. Malchus of Atzillus becomes Keser of Biyah. And then Keser in turn continues on to Chochme of Briya. So Lifni at Simpson Kavyochel, you don't want to say those aces, but I'll dead there. This is also Chesed, the Chachma through Malchus. That's why it's Esesvidus. But in the level of Gnuzis, which means it's not really a Mitzvah there. It's only in God's mind, so to speak. But there's Malchus of Ainsof is the last level of the Esesvidus and Gnuzis. That will, be, that will become, like we'll learn later, Ke'en Atika, like an Atik and Chesed over the next, after the Tzimtzum. And then, of course, comes Chachma. So Chachm is always going to be a level that's basically being originating in Keser, which originates in Malchus of Ainsof. That's the connection, if you're wondering. Uh, okay, that's Simpsum Aleph. So the kids are the separation between all the possibilities, the whole infinite picture and the one picture. What's a Simpsum Abeis? Who Shabbat Esesvius Agnusus Hakol Kosher B'chinus Now we have a second dilemma. Okay, fine. You've now separated so-called the, 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 the one structure you want to create, which is the esospheres. But in esospheres and gnusis, the level they are on, even when they're not submerged in the bleak world, even if you're able to separate them, is in the state of visachdus. It's not any discernible or or or, or recognizable stent entity. So besides the fact the issue is problem number one, so to speak, or dilemma number one, we handled. You so to speak concealed the Eraglikvul. So now you have the Eraglvul. But the Eraglvul itself is on a very high level now because all the spheres are all mixed together. Like we said, it's like the word baruch. Or it's the whole Askola. It's not a specific detail. You don't have Svidus Pratis. So now we have a second issue. How do we deal with that? Now that you have the find Svidus, but Svidus are still all Mukushet and completely bottle and colour in the Kavana veins in it. Not as, in other words, you don't see the specific spheres. You're seeing the Abish's Kavon in the spheres. So this is a second issue besides the Bligvul issue. Like he says in the Moshe. And we need to have a structure of existence. You can't have Chachme and Malchus or Chachme Bina and all the spheres all mixed together. That would be like having um, all the Keiches HaNefesh all mixed together. And you wouldn't have a structured existence like we have. So, so, so yes, we need to have Iskalulus. For a healthy person to exist, but you also need a schalkus. And the schalkus is missing in Esosphere's Agnusis. So that's where the Tzimtzum Habez is going to come in to so called diminish or quiet down that intensity that exists in that, even clearly, that all everything is mixed together in that Seichel. I'll, I'll explain it in a minute with the marshal, with the teacher and student, but let's just read a moment more. And when Chachma was emanated, we're talking about Atzilus now, it's separate. It's an, a distinct entity, I should say. A distinct, unique entity. It's not mixed together with all the others. So that's the second symptom that now, so-called, as I said, 
quiets down that intensity of Esesiris Agnusis and allows for a Chachmet to emerge and then for Bina to emerge. In the Moshe of the teacher and the student, so it works like this. Even though a good teacher doesn't necessarily think it through, but this is the process. The first thing he has to do is, he has, let's say, a Gon Adir, who knows Masech the Shabbos from beginning to end. He's going to begin teaching it to young, good, young students. So he can move and he can't tell them everything he knows that, he, that took years for him to accumulate. Not just Bekamas and Echus. So he has to do the first thing he must, he must so-called conceal uh, within himself the, all that he knows about Masech the Shabbos. And all the al Kulona that comes with it, you know, that comes with, with real uh, knowledge. And now he's going to start the Mishnah, the first Mishnah. He's not learning the first ace, the first words. But still, when even when he's starting to teach this particular um, this particular Mishnah, he also knows the whole that whole uh, sugya. So now he has to break it down even further. Even once he gets to the specific thing he's going to learn, not just the effect of all his gainus. I should say even beyond Masech Tashab, all is Ge'enus. Now he needs to break it down to in a way that the students could hear it. It's not just enough to say we're only going to learn Masech Tashab. He has to now make sure that whatever you learn in this muscle of olive base, this is an olive and this is a base. So you have two tzimtzumim here. One is the tzimtzum of all the air of his seichel, and one is the tzimtzum within the air of his seichel to make sure it's not still so overwhelming that a, that a student cannot be macabre. In a, in a simple example of the artist, I was saying, that's not just enough that you say, okay, I put aside all the possibilities of art I can create. But now, when I sit down now and draw, even if I only have one picture in mind, there is another symptom. The fingers have to draw now, let's say, a picture of a sky and not a bird. So now you need a second symptom that limits you even in the tzir itself that you're going to create. Because you can have the Esos being created, but they're so overwhelming because it's still under the Ashpah of uh, the Kayach Sof, or like he put it, the, the, kavana, the kavana in the in the art. If you're so focused on the Kavana, you will not have the patience to uh, write a letter. If, for example, a Sefer is trying to write a Sefer Teda, and suddenly he gets caught up with a, a, a Hagosha of Kleis nefesh that it's Chachmosh Shal Kodesh and uh, and rest assured, he's not going to be able to write a letter because uh, it's like that's why the Chiddush of Arna Kain Kain Gadol it says Leishina. So the Rebbe asked, What do you mean Leishina? That when he lit the Menet, he didn't change. What's the Havim mean? Alvin's going to change from the Apes to Ser, huh? So the Rebbe's the Chiddush is because when you're such a high level of uh, of Dvekus and Aveda, it's very you can forget the Pratim. So the Pratim needs another Tzimtzum. Just to use that example, to be able to just be focused on the Prat. And here you have to write the Bereshis, Barbeis, Reish, Aleph, and the Sefer has to focus completely. He can't talk, think about the whole thing at this at, the, at this moment. Just another example. I mean, you can give many examples, but the Kitzur, the Kitzur, the second Simpsum accomplishes that. Now, the question is, are these two Simpsumim of the same nature? That's the next part of this page. In other words, the same impact. And he's going to say No. One is bederech silik and one is bederech miut, which is also vital because remember, to go from bligvul to gvul is a different jump than to go from era gvul to mitzias uh, gvul, to put it in different words, to protim. So he says like this: uh, the second half of the pedic here. What does he say? <clears throat> Where am I here? Um, and it makes sense because the second symptom is not concealing the whole the whole air it's just making sure that the, the base of Baruch should be specific when you're teaching it so it's not that it's only a symptom that you're, you're concealing the for now whereas the air you had to completely put aside because it would overwhelm the Metzius of, of, uh, of the Svidus altogether. And now he goes back to the theme, Mamish, that began back in Pedic. Hey, Vavon was it? Or the later. Is it Gilead Helam or, or, or Yashma'ayan? Because another way of saying Gilead Helam is saying it's a mute. 
Yesh ma'ayin is siluk, because yesh ma'ayin means there's a leap. Shalei be'erech, the two levels. Gilei ahelem means it's there, it's just concealed. So he says like this, L'fizeh, moving, Ech she'akav l'gabeshashem ekeirem, b'chinz gilei ahelem. Because Esos Firas Agnuzis are not completely concealed from the Kav. It's only concealed in the form of diminishing to, to allow the Sviris to come out individually. But it's not a Tzimtzum B'derech Siluk. So even though the Tzimtzum is talking the, the, the in-between place between the transition from Esos Firas Agnuzis Lifnei Tzimtzum and the Kav, which will create and shape all of the Shei including Atzilus Asviris, and he goes on. I'm, I'm skipping some words. Because to divide, let's say, to teach someone the letter Bez and then show them that this is part of a word called Boruch, is not is more is you're concealing the rage of Chof, like I said. So you don't know the word, but you can't say it's a tzilim b'derech. It's not yesh ma'ayin, because boruch is made up of the four letters. However, when you talk about concealing boruch, let's say, uh, concealing the erab ligvul, which has infinite sweetest enkets, and there's no base and there's no rage, there's nothing. Then you have to conceal it all, which I think he's going to speak about now. Okay, so that's Gilead Helen, the Gabe, the Esosphere Sagnusis, the Shader Shaedis. Well, the Gabe, Eda, and Safa Bligvul, who are Eda El Al Kolono. Right. Is that what he said? Eda El Kolono, he said, was Eda Bligvul or was it Esosphere Sagnusis? Do you remember? I thought the second muscle, the Eda El Kolono, was Esosphere Sagnusis. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Kapon, that's what he says here. Is that, is that what he says before? Maybe there's two levels of Erel or Kolon. Okay, let me, let me, let, let's just read how he says it. I'll look it up again. I, 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 maybe my memory is wrong. Regardless, so who are Erel or Kolon? So here, Achachma v'chein kol ha'asfiris, he be'en areich. Shai nikra sheiru shemokra gvul l'gabe madreg ezu. Which pedic is that? Okay, okay, good. So then they're fine. So then, yeah. So the gab of that, just fine. The gab of that, it's a form of yeshma and siluk. Right. So compared to Eda Bligvul, this Esosphere Sagnusis is called like Eda Gvul. Sheshemokal Gvul. The Gam Shat Simsoy Bhin Silukesh and Isharak Reshim Levat. Okay. Now it's going to go against another back and forth here. That at the other end, we did say that there's some ration from the Eirab Ligvul and the Eirab Gvul. So this ration then seemingly it's not completely Yeshmayin and Siluk. Because as soon as you have something from a higher level, you can't say it's a Yesh and Ayin are two opposites. The Yesh has nothing begilly of the Ayin in it. We don't see the Ayin, we don't feel it. And it's called Ayin for that reason. It's as if it doesn't exist in our existence. And it's unknown to us. So he's saying now, like this. Only a, a, the truth is what I just said is a few lines afterwards. I jumped it a bit, but it will come up in a minute. It only leaves a reishim. That's saying the so remember, we learned that as well, that even when the Eid HaBligvul is concealed, you cannot say that when the teacher is teaching Aleph to a, to a kindergarten child, then the Aleph is absolutely no ration from his brilliance. You know, the Rebbe brings often from Fidi Rebbe that the Aleph of Anechi, the Nasar Sadibris is Kael, the whole word Anechi. Anechi is Kael, 
And they're called all the Aseris Adibris. And the Aseris Adibris, as the Rasak says, is called Kol Kulu. So when you teach an Aleph to someone, even though the child is even younger, three-year-old, you're teaching them an Aleph. In that, the, the child doesn't know what's in the Aleph, but the teacher knows. So in the Aleph, Kol Kulu. One day, as the child grows and learns, he'll learn more and more till the point, or even further than that. So you see from that, it's not a complete cutoff. I mentioned before about the Rebbe demanding from us, you know, that nothing never stop. But look also how the Rebbe dealt with children. And, uh, you know, you could say children, the Rebbe should be dealing with adults. The adults are the teachers. They're going to shape the world and so on. So besides you need to have the child, but there's something more than that. The Rebbe said many, many times, and Zibri Pomin, how when you teach a child even an Aleph, and them lick Gansa Lekus, and whole Asmus Mamesh ain't soft. So Chesidus explains what the meaning of it is. But essentially, again, it means that as he, despite even the Shalei Be'erach of Elikus, that he calls here Yeshma Ayin and Siluk, he says even that leaves a ration. You cannot say it's a total cutoff. However, then why don't we call it, why don't we call it miut? It's not miut. It's not like teaching the word baruch to a child. You start with a base and then you spell out a resh and a vav and a chaf. There, you have everything there and you're ultimately going to get there. But here he's talking about a level that's higher than Asius altogether. So from the point of view of the makabal, you have to be, you have to be my limit completely. But to say that the that the olive that emerges from that Arab doesn't have any ration of the Arab that's not correct. That's where it comes from. It just had to be completely concealed, which is what it means by silukir. And not not diminished, but completely concealed. So that's the ration it leaves. So let's see here. Shacham Nikon says like this. Yeshlim Shari So good. This is, I mean, in addition to the Seichel Shabazah, it's also uh, a fact. Nothing in Gdusha, Gdusha Lezozimim came as the Lushan sometimes. So there's no such thing to say. I mean, I, I would suggest this is B'dara Hefshad. Why does the Rebbe Rasham need to add this? The fact of the matter, everything comes from that higher level because he's trying to. Make, remember, I was saying you could always ask a question: Who says we can reach the highest levels of elikus? Maybe the Ebrister made Akbal and that's it. Simsim Adishin, as with all our Aveda, you can reach to the Simsim. You can't go to the Arian Sofleifnat Simsim. Where does it say you can go to Arian Sofleifnat? Is there a Mokir in a Pasuk or in a Chazal? It's Svari here, yeah, because you want to connect. But the Alter Rebbe, Achsidus Chabad, insists that the Achdus Hashem goes all the way to the highest levels. Im so the Alter Rebbe is Madreya, fine, that's the Alter Rebbe, but the rest of us. So there's no way Choche in Teda, except if you go Kipshuti, you say, it says, Hashem what is Hashem Alekecha? It's Atzmus. You know, go through all the Madreya, we're talking to, to Atzmus. But that still does not explain why you have to go through all the highest levels, Lifniat Simpson. So I'm just wondering, maybe he's adding this by saying that since once the Abishism was Mamshech Eir and Sofa Blikvul, and if you make the argument that that's cut off from us forever, it's only for the Ebrister. So first of all, the question is, what does he need it for? Ebrister doesn't need Eid Sof. He doesn't need Eid altogether. It's only because of creation that he made, only because of existence that he made Eid Abligvul and was my limit. But there's another point. Once there's Amshach of Elikus to say, that it remains Nekem and Kemot, that's Heipachachal. Kedusha can never be removed. So if there's an Eden Sofa Bligvul, even if you completely mitzamtzum and conceal it, you cannot say it disappears completely. Because Kedushalei Nekrimim came out, and therefore, the only thing is, it relieves a Reishim Bovat. The Nekrimim came out? Mitzad Kedushalei Nekrimim came out, or Bechlau? I have to look it up. I'm not sure. I, this is based on Alter Rebbe's Maimir. I don't think he brings that there. But it's not Ogifreg that it says in earlier in my modern. I'm sure that Samach Tzadik says it in the Eretari in, in, in Yonim, which is sort of a lot of these. But I have to look it up. 
Um, what I could tell you that what is a chiddush that Rabbi Rashab says is the next yeshlemer, because he says whatever you see a yeshlemer, you can it's it most not always. Sometimes the yeshlemer is is quoted from before, but usually it's not. So that's for sure chiddush. But I will tell you this: the um, the explanation of the tutsim that says namaima from the Alter Rebbe that's clear. But the distinction between silik and helam is the Rebbe Rashab's hasbara. Uh, I'd have to look up the earlier memorandum to see how much the Rebbe Rashab is adding. I mean, there are plenty of chedushim here that I can tell you that are, that are not said anywhere. But because remember, the Rebbe Rashab, just by elaborating on something, sometimes a line from the Alter Rebbe, you can't necessarily come to a conclusion that it's a chidush. And the Rebbe Rashab suddenly develops it, you suddenly see, oh, wow, that's a major thing, you know. They say, in the Simachov, and I'm going to stop here. I'll just do the rest next week. But when the Geras Akedus Simachov, the Alter Rebbe wrote, which we wrote right before his Histalkus, the, 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 the famous, the powerful words that, that the Yesh Shanivra, Shanivra Yesh Ma'ayin, Be'efes HaMuchlet, Sheinle Ila V'Siba Cheres, that, that is, Onzak Hubech Levade Bekechev Yecholte Lahavis Yesh Ma'ayin. Because the Ebesh is Mitzusim HaTzmusim. So it's a it's a it's a chiddush It's one maybe the biggest chiddush. So it says in Kutte de Burim that when the chassidim heard it, those that understood, it was a keikel negas. Now I, I know if the Alter Rebbe had written it today, and we would have just seen this line, I don't know how many people would have noticed. Maybe some would, maybe some wouldn't. But oh, when, right. when when chassidim starts explaining it, you hear the Rebbe Rashab explaining mitzusim atzmusim, yesh amiti, yesh anivre, and the later stuff from the Mitzvah Rebbe. I'm just saying there's a lot of chidushim that you don't really appreciate completely. That one, I would say, get a psychiatrist, anyone that reads and sees is something big here. But still. So I'll just stop here because I don't want to rush it. We'll continue here. We'll continue on. Say that. Good day, everybody.